When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi everyone, Saint Man here. This video is brought to you by a donation from Rusty, and here's what he has to say. Dear MILF of MGTOW, I recently discovered the YouTube channel called Dr. Amani, a clinical psychologist who's best known for her content on dealing with narcissistic abuse and toxic personalities. Watching her content led me to some major epiphanies about past toxic relationships in my life, some with family members, former co-workers, and past girlfriends. Most importantly, Dr. Amani helped me make sense of my toxic marriage of 13 years. For many of those years, I endured constant gaslighting, devaluation, direct rage, and lack of reciprocity, lack of empathy, and other behaviors that Dr. Amani describes as hallmarks of being in a relationship with a narcissist. I was absolutely floored at how specifically Dr. Amani was able to describe situations that I've experienced and its impact on me. Your channel led me to the red pill, which was the first time that I've ever heard someone question the nature of relationships with women, using well-articulated arguments. However, narcissism content provided me with a more precise set of tools for foiling an ex-wife's psychological mind games on a day-to-day -day level. In an eerie foreshadowing, the very first video request you did for me you titled, Nawal Turns Into Narcissist. Gee, Sandman, how did you know? Maybe I missed something back then that you were able to see. The narcissism playbook was uncannily predictive of the course that my sinking marriage would take. Narcissists first love bomb you, which is why the beginning of their relationship felt so good. They break you down over time in a process called devaluation. The discard phase comes with the affair and the divorce filing. Dr. Amani's information prepared me for the hoovering, which is when they come back to you for more attention and resources after the relationship is over. I used to think that a narcissist was just someone that had a very grand ego. However, there's something called a covert, also known as a vulnerable narcissist, which is a person who presents themselves as a grandiose sort of victim. This type of person is not skilled enough to achieve the things that the more outgoing narcissist can do, but they are driven by the same kind of internal insecurity and being married to such a person leads to the same kind of hellish results. This kind of makes me question whether there's a selection bias in the red pill community. Maybe we generalize our bad experience with narcissistic or self-centered women, projecting their qualities onto all women. Maybe a few bad encounters with narcissists leads us to assume that other women default to being hypergamous, self-centered individuals. However, this is not to say that MGTOW doesn't have a place. For a risk management perspective, the consequences of divorce, family courts, and false accusations are still good reasons for caution. Cohabitation or marriage is a poor choice simply because it destroys your ability to manage such risks. Although I can think of women who are probably good people, I'm not in a romantic relationship with any of them. Either attraction is not there, 
or these women are with somebody else. Knowing someone is an acquaintance or friend is also completely different from sharing physical space with that person. A narcissist can play chameleon for a very long time. Anyways, this is such an eye-opening find that I wanted to share it and would be interested on your thoughts with the overlap of narcissism and red pill knowledge. Well, Rusty, thanks for the donation as well as the topic. If anyone is wondering why he called me the MILF of MGTOW, he's just joking about me saying that I was going to jokingly dress up in passable drag to attract simps to my channel. Rusty was the one that introduced me to the channel called Finster, leading me to coin the term drag maxing, which is straight men that dress up as women to siphon off simp bucks and attention from gullible guys online, taking it away from women. I'll discuss my thoughts on narcissism and the red pill in a moment. But first, let me tell everyone about today's sponsor, Chris Whalen. He's a U.S. business tax expert serving clients in North America and abroad. The first consultation is always free, just like men going their own way. He's also a fellow MGTOW and will keep your pills red, but brings your books back to black. Reach out to Chris Whalen, CPA, today for all your personal and business accounting needs before taking care of your sexual needs. Sponsor link is down below. Anyways, now back to once you watch a YouTube channel dealing with narcissism on YouTube, you too will think you're a narcissist clown world show. Rusty, I've gone down the narcissism rabbit hole as well with Professor Sam Vagnet. He's also got a channel on it that's very similar to Dr. Amani's. She most likely took a lot of his ideas and repackaged them the way that pearly things and real femme sapien repackaged much of red pill content. Do yourself a favor and listen to Sam Vaknin, if you're going to listen to this sort of content. Vaknin was the one that came up with much of the lexicon on narcissism over 20 years ago. And he's also a narcissist because he was a child prodigy and genius that received tons of praise that no doubt got to his head. He also has a weird bromance with a YouTuber known as Richard Granin. Narcissists aren't at peace when they don't receive their special attention and favors that they believe they're entitled to, even if they don't deserve them. Hence, narcissistic supply. Vakden has mentioned that in the past, it was mostly men that were narcissists, but recently, the women have taken up the mantle of being more narcissistic. If you ever travel to a traditional country where the so-called patriarchy still operates, the women are still somewhat subservient to men. At least overtly, the men tend to get an inflated sense of ego. It's the opposite of in the West, where it's the women that rule overtly and covertly, and their ego is expanded to epic proportions especially when it comes to today's social media. I've seen adults, both male and female, that have become... Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Become internet famous before and after their transition. They went from being nice and empathetic to full of themselves and seemingly narcissistic. I think it's possible to become a narcissist later in life, although according to Sigmund Freud, there are actually three causes for it. The first being parental neglect, so we start to love ourselves because they don't. This fits in perfectly with the rise of single mother households. It's not just neglect that creates narcissists, but also special snowflake syndrome or being praised all the time. Excessive praise will do that by giving you a big ego. But I think it's more a lack of parental empathy rather than too much attention that's actually causing this. The mothering instinct is gone in many women these days. 
The second cause is genetics. If your parents naturally had an inflated sense of self-worth and were narcissists, where they began abusing others around them, then emotionally there's a good chance that you got their personality and therefore might continue their behaviors. The third reason is reduced cortical thickness of the brain, which leads to people with NPD willing to exploit others. I believe that if men and women were treated equally and there was actually equality, there would be just as many narcissistic women as men out there. But there are more female narcissists around today in the West, according to Vagnet. Because you know it's hard to get an inflated sense of ego and self-worth when you're constantly being put down as a man. But women are being praised for being single and faux-independent, while men are being shamed to date in the West, even if they're single and so-called incels. If men are in relationships, they're also shamed to simp with people saying things like, happy wife, happy life. Guys don't even have healthy self-esteem anymore, let alone get enough to be narcissistic. I think it comes down to the Goldilocks zone, that you don't receive too much neglect or too much attention and admiration, that there's a balance of attention and ignorance. You hit the nail on the head when you said that women exploit us more because there'll be more men in attention around the corner. The internet has seen to that. Rusty, you also mentioned that your ex came from a wealthier background and was entitled to some extent. That's probably partially responsible for her behavior. She was spoiled growing up and that will lead to an entitlement complex and if she doesn't get what she feels that she deserves, she makes others suffer. That's one of the reasons I made a video all back about why you shouldn't date rich women. The thing about all these so-called narcissism YouTube channels is that psychology is sort of a pseudoscience. Narcissism, in my opinion, is too much unwarranted self-confidence and the feeling that you can do whatever you want to people around you and they'll take that so-called narcissistic abuse because they have no other choice but to take it. That you have something else that you're holding over their heads and using as leverage. Your ex-wife could abuse you because you told me that she was better with you with regards to the sexual marketplace and she also came from a wealthy family. She could dominate you because you were relying on her to some extent. Plus, she had a kid with you, so that means you probably took the abuse for the sake of the child. I think that love bombing is common at the beginning of every relationship. Both people are banging like it's going out of style. I remember the first time I began listening to Sam Vaknin, another psychologist, describing narcissistic personality disorder. And I kept thinking that I was one. Clearly, that wasn't the case, but I think that to some extent, we can cherry-pick narcissistic traits in everyone. It's once a person has an abundance of them that we might say that they have narcissistic personality disorder. But you're right that a woman can play the part of the chameleon for a very long time. I experienced almost 10 years of that game once. Rusty, you also mentioned the so-called grandiose narcissist versus the vulnerable or victim narcissist. The vulnerable narcissist is one that has fragile self-confidence that can easily be shattered. They have anxiety and are introverted but still have grandiose feelings about themselves even though they have that fragile ego and no way to get what they want. That seems kind of contradictory to me. Narcissists are driven by their big ego. If you have a fragile ego, doesn't that mean you're not a very good narcissist? Remember that psychologists make a lot of money treating people with NPD, as well as people that are victims of narcissists. They want you to see one hiding behind every car waiting to jump out and scare you so you fall in front of a moving vehicle. So they rush you to your therapist before that happens and get you some help. Yes, there are people that are narcissists, but I don't think the problem is anywhere near as bad as the psychologists that rely on therapy for their livelihoods make it out to be. I just think that people will abuse you emotionally if they know you're a pushover, because they get off on the pain that they cause you. The majority of people I've known in my life are immature, 
and are always looking for weakness in others so they can pounce on them. Does that make 90% plus of the population unempathetic narcissists? I don't think so. Anyways, that's it for today. Thanks again to Rusty for the donation as well as the topic. Don't forget to smash the like button the way that psychologists need you to think that every entitled person around you in life is a narcissist so they can bill you $200 an hour to hear you complain about them. Bang the bell and check out the mystery link. Follow me on BitChute, Twitter, and Facebook to get tomorrow's video today. Subscribe to me on Minds, Odyssey, MGTOW.TV, and Rumble to get the video for the day after tomorrow. This channel's been demonetized, and if you want to help me keep making content, then please support me through Subscribestar. There's a link to it in the description. Or you can do an hour-long coaching chat with the Sandman for $45. US and I won't rush out the door like a cheap whore. Thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills. And remember, a red pill a day keeps the people that make up conditions to describe assholes that treat other people poorly and have no empathy because they know they can get away with it away. So enjoy the rest of your day and cheers. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.